previously on Attempted Adventure. Weren't we kind of like fleeing from this city? We should probably dip. Yes, they're looking for all four of you. There are wanted posters around the town. Well, bad news, JP. I would simply change my face. And he sees Ored walking out to a shed to reveal Camille <laughs> standing in the back of this shed. I creep in and close the door behind me. I need my ass. Yeah, for sure. You see two people coming from the right and one person coming from the south. Camille! Allez! I want to cast Tidal Wave. All four of them drown. Spike growth! The horse goes down. Guy on the back of the horse is thrown through the air, (laughs) hit a tree, and skid down it. That man is dead dead. Morgan describes his scrying to you. I think she intended to return to help me retrieve you. I am trying to do any, like, research that I can on her. So Talos is the guardian of time. There are gods, and then there are guardians. And guardians are the midway between the material plane and the gods. adventurer are you ready to give it a try so um yeah you guys all get your full rest in miter 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 does some puttering Um, morgan goes into the kitchen to um presumably bake or clean or something with the the mannequin and he's kind of grown exhausted of researching and uh you all are waking up in the afternoon Dawn to... Oh, yeah. Dawn to dusk we've slept. Well, so we've probably fucked like, our It's probably like schedule. 1 p.m., I would say. Um, so, yeah, you guys are waking up in the, in the afternoon now. Yeah, I wake up and I go brew a cup of coffee. Okay. You already know. All right, yeah. So the mannequin is, is helping you bring out coffees for everyone as you all settle into the uh, main salon of Morgan's house. I'm kind of moving clutter away so you all have a place to sit. I say, so we are definitely wanted in Malcon Kingsland, yes? Oh, yeah. There are, like, lots of signs up with your names on it and a bounty out. I pull up a little map of the region and put a, a, an X on Malcon <laughs> Kingsland. And there's, like, a lot of Xs on this map already. <laughs> but, like, I just mark another one and then roll it back up and put it in my pocket. Does anybody want to clock that? I Can think we are all well aware that I am not permitted in several cities in this country. That's probably right. I look, o- I look over his shoulder and I'm like, you should probably put one in Golinson too, because those cheese cops really came for you out there. Uh, that's true. I don't know if I'm want. I put a little circle around Golinson and just like a question mark, <laughs> like cheese question mark. What did you What did you do in Golinson for there to be cheese cops out for you? I, I don't, don't know. I tried to sell cheese. I did not have a, a permit. They did not like it. Yeah, they're, they're stupid fucking. They're, I don't know. They're very, you know, 
They're very rules-minded there. What know? is the cheese going to do? Bite somebody? I don't know. No, it might poison them to death, but that's different. Listen, man, Diarrhea. you're preaching to the choir. I very obviously live as far away from a society as possible. This is and true. And I made it really hard to get here. Can I go outside? This is true. Sure. We don't live in a society? We live in a society. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah, what do you want to do outside, Isla? He's still in, like, the bubble, right? Mm-hmm. The bubble, you can't see now that there's no... The reason you were able to see the bubble the first time is because the static stopped at the edge of his warding. He's oh, warded God, and like... guarded his whole property, and it kind of, like, bubbled around it when you could see the static. That was the only reason you could see it. So now it's just it's clear open air. You don't see a specific bubble around his house. Um, but do you want to do a perception check on his land? Is that yeah. One? Okay. I guess I want to make sure that no one can find us. Yeah, totally. 18. Yum. Uh, 17. So there is, you kind of like walk the perimeter of the um, property. Just like you saw the first time you approached, there are wooden stakes, like a wooden stake fence all around the perimeter of the property. And upon closer examination, those wooden stakes have runes and sigils and markings carved into them that, one would assume are the things that keep the bad things out. Um, so anything that has malice towards Morgan or anything that he like is guarding against seeing him here is gone. You don't know why you were able to see it in the first place. You don't even know if it's guarded against you in the first place. But the trees are thick around it. In no direction do you see like a discernible path leading to the house. You kind of don't even seem to be in like a clearing. Um, the trees come pretty close up to the property line and there's like no footpath and no carriage path in or out of the property. You're smack dab in the middle of the dense woods. And if you look up, there's just a small like, it's hard to tell from down here, but maybe you would guess like 50 by 50 foot reprieve in the thick canopy of trees just above his house where there's no trees growing. Okay. But like other than cool. that, you don't know like how or if people could find you if they wanted to try and knew that there was a house somewhere in the woods. And you don't know if people know that there's a house in the woods. Okay. They just, they know the direction that... You were traveling in. They were traveling. But they left, they fell behind very early in the woods. Don't forget that mm -hmm. every second of combat right. is six seconds. And they traveled for over three hours. This is true. Okay. Then... I want to be a horse girl and I go see Camille. Okay, yeah. that's all. Camille's chilling. Cool. She's uh, chewing on a big like cud. Um, no, she, it looks like um, the metal mannequin like gathered together some dried grass from the garden and made like a bowl of hay that her big mouth could fit in Aww. on the ground. Big mouth goon. Mm -hmm. He's a good one. So the bird is gone. Mm -hmm. Missed the bird. I, we well, I was going to say, do we wait here until the bird comes back to be like, hey, here's what's fucked up? Oh, hey, listen, I stayed up longer than you guys. I learned to remove curse. Hey! hey! Could you please, uh, could you please de-rat uh, the horse girl? For not sure. the one outside, the one in here. Uh, I'm not a horse That's girl. goat girl, uh, not horse girl. Ah, goat, Fuck. my apologies. No, this is true. I am wrong. I apologize. You have notes for me so I can bring it to my paladin friend? Yeah. Uh, before he, like, does it on you, he hands it to you, uh, a slip of paper with remove curse strewn across it in common. 
Um, he touches you on the shoulder and you see his unique arcane energy for the first time, which is kind of like this beautiful golden sparkling light uh, uh, transfer from the palm of his hand into your body. Um, and you can kind of feel that warmth from your shoulder travel from your skin into your chest and into the center of you. And then it spreads throughout you um, and you lose the uh, sense of a lycanthropic rat. And you are no longer cursed with lycanthropy. Yeah, You're not around my arms around him to thank him. Nope. Uh, human touch. It's been a long, uh, like, hundred years. Easy there, Morgan. Don't, I don't know uh, <laughs> Don't know what to do about this. Just stands out. It'll be Thanks, over Morgan. Soon. You're a good Judy. Oh, uh, don't know what that means, friend. <laughs> Pal? So, Thank like, Morgan, have we gotten your whole deal? Like, what's up with you, dude? I've, you never asked my deal. Yeah, can I? She ask came into my house. We well, sure did. I stole some herbs. We did not. I, know. That wasn't even me. The, she, somebody tried to, but the house yelled at us, so we stopped. Yeah, I did set that up. That's a pretty good one, huh? So give us Scary. the tea. You did date Professor Killigan, right? Date right. Professor Killigan. Come on, that's like cradle robbing. <laughs> that's oh, a, how old are you? Oh. Oh, Isla, you never ask a wizard his age. And that means he's over 400. You don't look a day yeah, over so 400. Yeah, so he's like a student teacher, kind yeah, of like faux pas, like, forbidden relationship. No, 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 no. It was strictly a mentor-mentee relationship. Mentor-mentee with some smooching. No, no, there was... I don't know why you guys want us to have smooched. Okay, it's but just there fun was to tension, ship people well. at least. some raw sexual tension. I, no. Also, Morgan, <laughs> you can do better. We did not like him Th- very thank much. Thank you. I didn't, I never once dated him. Seems like a pretty bad guy now. He does, he sucks. Yeah. But what went down between you guys? So basically, I, when I still taught and took apprentices, I didn't teach at the Royal Academy ever. I was like a private magic tutor for a long time I took on Killigan as my final apprentice and it was not he was not intended to be my final at the time but things got so terrible between us that he became my final apprentice and he was a great mentee for many many years it takes so long for a wizard to reach like full mastery of their magic even I am still learning new things every day, but to be able to move on as a, from a mentor-mentee relationship takes a long time. We eventually moved from a sort of teacher-student relationship to Romantic. a business no, sorry, a business partner type of relationship, and we uh, conducted magic business together um, as the rise of um, magic for hire became more common. We took on. Um, the occasional student together, more so me coaching him, coaching the student, than me coaching the student with him. Um, this was very rare. And then he began to really like teaching, but he more so valued the power that lording his magic over others granted him. He saw our opportunities to gain wealth from doing small spells here and there for people as a way to push himself up in the hierarchy 
of society. And this just felt wrong to me, no matter how many times he said he just wanted to be, like, helpful to people out there. It felt wrong. There's something about the way he said it and the way he sort of acted on these impulses that just... It, it never felt good to me. And and the last straw finally came when I learned that he was advising someone in the higher governance of Markon. So I decided that because he was keeping this from me, he had malicious intent. So I moved on from our relationship and he did not take it well. And since then, he has been searching for me, though I've warded my entire house against him and we haven't spoken since. Is that the only guy you're hiding from out here? No, I'm hiding from a lot of people. I piss <laughs> a lot of people off. I, like okay. I said, I'm I'm not young. <laughs> oh, don't say that. Oh, thank you, Isla. Of I like when oh. you're around. Hmm. What? What race is he? Human. Human. So the gears are turning. Hold on. <laughs> He's well over, like... In the hundreds. Yes. Okay. Based off of the shit he has and, like, the stories he can tell. And, and that, and it doesn't seem like he's, like, decrepit and old either. He's, like, pretty spry. He sprinted out of his house yelling at you the first time you met him. He's a spry little guy. Interesting. Mm-hmm. He's, he's still got this, like, long, stringy old man hair. Yeah, he's, but like, he's... wiry and weird, but, yeah. And... Killigan is younger than him. Yeah, Killigan had like very salt and pepper hair, like perfect posture. Like 40s, 50s. Kind of looked to be in his like mid 50s for sure. My new theory is that Killigan has discovered immortality and he is the public servant in the future because he's a magic bastard. <laughs> magic bastard is my new band name called it. Ah, amen. Can I play the tambourine? Sure. It's you just hesitated. <laughs> For some reason, I thought you were asking if you could do that as an action in the game, and then I remembered I Isla just had a band. Okay. Um, he is recounting this story to you all. Um, kind of, you can tell, leaving out large details and being very vague about his own life in many ways. Um, and as he's talking, you hear this sort of strange, kind of like crackling, sailing sound overhead outside the house. Isla, Bird! look up. What do you see? Oh, are you still outside or were you inside for this whole conversation? Uh, I think I was outside with Camille. I imagined her like leaning through a window, not gonna, not gonna lie. I think I was outside. Okay. It is Camille, summer. Is there a window? It is summer. Yeah. The windows are probably cracked. Summer. Okay. I got my head well, on backwards sure. and it's time mm-hmm. to fucking park. Investigation, I perception. See. Uh, perception and perception. Perception? Are you running outside? Yeah. 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 yeah all... Perception. Perset. Oh. Ooh, not good. 13. 16. 8. Isla, JP, and Billy, something white, hot, and flaming is cascading through the air at a rapid, rocket-like pace towards the ground. Um, And you all see that it's kind of angling towards you. And uh, Mido, you can see just barely, like, along the edges of this ball of flame, um, a flicker of red that is not fire. Um, And you all have just enough time to see that it's angling towards you and step out of the way as it crashes into the center of Morgan's garden. 
Um, and do you approach as the dust and flames settle? Is this like exactly what we saw or what I not know? When oh, we the first the time. Make a... I got a crit fail before. Just I would say then make a history check. Billy saw it too. Yeah, history I check with too. disadvantage. Can I do a history, history check? History check, yes. Uh, nine. 17. Oh, not that bad. Billy, it is almost exactly like it save for when the the like bolts shot off of it like remember the first time you saw it it kind of fireworked off that didn't happen this time um but it looks exactly like that red comet coming down deja vu bitches Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it has landed in the garden and is kind of smoking and steaming this red smoke did morgan come out with us yeah he's like well fuck yeah i go my gardenias my gardenias i think the bird is here yeah, you think so? Well, I haven't seen it yet, but maybe. He rushes over to it, like, after, like, a moment of kind of, like, nonchalance. He's like, fuck! <laughs> he, like, <laughs> oh, God, the bird! <laughs> he, like, sprints over to it. Uh, do you all approach? I do. Yeah. 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 You all approach, and as, like, the smoke clears, um, and, like, the debris and leaves from the garden are settling all around you, you see laying in the center of this crater, um, a lot smaller than the one you first saw, is the bird um, kind of wrapped in her cloak and clutching the watch to her chest. And she looks up and opens one eye and looks at you all, and she's like, oh. <gasps> Hi. You understand it? Yeah. She's speaking. Hail and well met. <laughs> Yo. You got Hello. <laughs> That's all I got. I really... You really stuck the landing there, huh? I didn't. I didn't want to fall again. Okay. It looks like you did anyways. Can I help her up? Like I yeah, reach totally. out a hand? You, she sees you reaching out a hand and she reaches out her hand to, to grab it and you help her up. Um, and uh, as you do help her up, her cloak kind of falls off that shoulder and you see that that wing is like badly broken. Totally like turned the wrong way. Uh, and she like gets up and feels the cloak fall off and she's like Sick and it. she just like starts Crying and screaming in her broken wing. Oh, oh okay. No. Oh. Okay. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm just making noises. I don't have anything helpful to <laughs> do. I'll say. Uh, no. Yeah. Is, is, is it supposed to look like that? No. No. It's not. It's not supposed to look like that at all. Okay. Do you want me to cut it off? Wounds. Uh, please don't cut my wing off. I need that to fly. Okay. Um, it was just a suggestion. Yeah. Morgan like muscles his way in, and he's like, "Oh shit, uh, goon, get the." Get the first aid kit out of the bathroom. And uh, you hear something clatter in the kitchen. And you see just goon walk past the doorway you, and further. Did you hear Amanda say she wants to try to cure cast wounds. cure wounds? Oh, do it, do it, do it, for sure. Oh, yeah, cool. Cure wounds. Uh, 28 plus 12. 18. Um, HP back. Yeah, she gets that back. And you see, like, the blood and, like, bruises and scrapes kind of sap away and she looks unscathed but her wing is still badly broken oh like there's yeah. something something weird about it that it just is not healable by like a cure wound spell yeah can i just take the edge it? off you know or does it look like a it just looks like a broken wing there oh, doesn't okay. look like there's anything wild about it there's nothing like arcane about it you can make an arcana check i'm gonna do that then 14 you definitely see, like, on her remnants of, like, scorched arcane scars, 
the wing itself like has similar markings to the rest of her body like this but it it just looks like it's been snapped the wrong way yeah um so morgan's like that's good a good start melody but i think we need to splint the wing and he like billy billy (laughs) good start billy who is melody I don't know. Just you know. Can we uh, retcon that Billy dementia. has like a like a Billy rival named Melody. Melody, and it really offends her? <laughs> um, yeah, good. That was a great start, Billy. But I think we need to to splint this wing. Um, come on, Talos. We'll get you inside the house. And he starts ushering her inside the house. Do you all follow? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. So he sits her down on the large uh, on a, on a chair. And he starts working with the wing and, and he's like, this is really going to hurt. And he manages to like straighten snap. the wing and uh, snap it back in, in place and yeah. starts uh, splinting it together um, with some bandages. And um, the metal mannequin is sitting there holding like a big old rusted tin full of like bandages and like old first aid materials in there for him. Um, and she's like wincing as he does it. Uh, She's sitting there with all of you watching. Uh, and she's so, as surprised to see you as you are. How did the pocket dimension go? Not it, not great. Yeah, it looks like not great. No. Okay. Um, how did the future go? Bad. Also not great. They're under a tyrannical dictatorship. Oh, Billy shit. turned into a rat. Billy got rat like lycanthropy. She did. was a rare rat. Like are you, flu. Are you okay? Yes, I have had it removed. Oh, cool. Um, how did you get back? Magic. We don't know. Red sparkles. It just... We just opened it, our eyes and we were back. We blew... We, we sabotaged the power plant, ecoterrorism, and then, boom, we're back. I... I don't so, know how any of this is possible. How'd you we learn to talk? have the answers. Oh, oh, okay. So, hi. hi. I'm Talos. Ow, Morgan. Okay, hi. Yeah. Yes, Jean-Pierre. Isla. Isla Brooks. Isla Brooks. Billy Brandy Birch. Nice. Mido Tail Treader. <laughs> wow. Okay. He is very excited. Yeah, I... Well, I'll tell you. It's uh, good to be able to actually talk. I'm Talos. Um, I don't know how much Morgan told you, but I am... Uh, I, I'm, I only speak Celestial. But my coat is, I think, what you would call an arcane focus, and so is my watch. And she kind of, like, holds it up. She's like, I couldn't talk because these items were gifted to me by the gods and allow me to communicate with material beings. And also they help me contain my celestial arcane when it's out of balance on the material plane. So basically these things balance me out, and they help me do magic. Interesting. Love it. Chill. So, like, why are you traveling through time? Well, it's not oh, our we choice, if that's know. what you mean. Oh, I mean, I... Maybe. So I don't know why I'm here. That's a deep question. Why are any of us here? I it's mean, true. What time are is broken, question Pardon. mark? Time is broken, that's a fact. So listen, I... I am the guardian of time, and my domain, my my guardian post, is called the Loom. Um, it's a small, like, pocket dimension dedicated strictly to watching over the natural threads of time. 
I haven't been to the Material Plane since it was first created eons ago, and at that time, I was a very young Celestial, so I don't know much about the Material Plane because I'm not a Material-bound guardian. As you know, very recently, I was suddenly thrown from the loom, and I did not know what to do. I don't know what caused it, and um, I found myself hurting badly and missing quite a few of my belongings. Uh, including my watch, which you all so kindly retrieved for me. Um, and then I was obviously captured and dragged away from that city with the, the big skeleton and attacked by all those spiders. And there was really nothing I could do to help those people. Lots of them were poisoned and getting dragged away. And then they had already stolen my cloak from me. So when I saw the one carrying it get dragged away, I thought I would never see it again. So thank you for that. That's Fucking great. Theo. You're welcome. Ugh. Oh, is that the one? Uh... Yeah, didn't like that. Bitch. Yeah, he's a bitch. Yeah, I don't, yeah. <laughs> um, To be honest, I, I, this cloak was given to me by the gods, uh, and it's very precious to me, so that, good save on your part. And this watch is basically, allows me to practice magic and control the celestial chronomantic arcane inside of me, and blah, 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 this whole thing. It basically is like, the key to the loom and and the key to controlling time and making sure that it flows naturally. And before Isla, I remember you offered me back my sands of time, but at the time they wouldn't help. But I think if this all is happening because of the frayed loom, we may find them very helpful. Basically, I use the sands of time to smooth the fray, typically when overzealous chronomancers on the surface are messing with the flow of time. And I'm trying to, you know, conduct my regular business in the loom. Now, why you four seem to be the sole subjects of the time changes and the only ones really affected by it doesn't make much sense to me unless you carry something from the gods as well uh, to allow you to travel through time. Um, Isla flips her hair. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm special. Is there, I, I mean, Listen, I'm not going to be the first one to say it. Look at the others. She looks around the room, and Mido, she clocks your spear. Oh, ha <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, uh. It's the feathers, isn't it? Those are from my, and she, like, points to the feathered lapel of her cloak and, like, her own feathers, and she's like, those are... From yeah, my body. Yeah, those, are, those are actually mine. Do you need this back? I'm sorry. No, I, I mean, have found a lot of them. No, I, you, can, you can have all my. Problems. I wouldn't be able to do much with them, but that kind of explains why you're able to shift through time. Well, so, yeah. if we give them to you, it will not happen. Uh probably not. But we don't know till it happens again. Oh, great! You may. So here's the problem. Now that you've done it a couple times. It's likely that your threads are tangled in the wrong places. Ah, but you have the loom and can fix that. So that's another problem. It's a lot of problems you seem to have. Yeah. It's not- I love this bird. <laughs> I love that like she kind of has a nerd voice. <laughs> Thank you. I love how she's just nervous. She's just trying her best. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Hard. Like it's just So she's like um so the other problem is that, um, and she like nervously like fiddles with the pocket watch, opening and closing it. She's like, uh, we fixed the watch, 
And it, like, you know, goes around. But the magic isn't in there. So I couldn't get into the loom this time. Well, where is the magic? To, uh, as the locals say, beats me. Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, this, I, I'm sorry. But from my understanding, you are almost a god. I, uh, Close. Not yet, but I'm close. Closer than you, yeah. I mean, it's not like a, it's not like a hierarchy says I don't Red move up to fill. godhood, but like you know, it goes you know like material well, plane dwellers, the and thing. then I may not be close to being a god, but I've never fucked up the world quite as hard as hey you now. seem to have. Okay, all right, all I right. didn't fuck up the world. Uh, you are in charge of time. No, I was expelled from the loom and unable. To do my job. I do my job in the loom or otherwise. JP, go get some snacks from Goon. Chill out. <laughs> yeah, go get some apps. Do you want a nap? What's an app? Goon, get in here, what buddy. do you know? <laughs> oh, my God, no. Um, So the coat and the, the watch. Yeah. Were those the only two things that you lost? I mean, other than my sand and, like, my coat is tattered and like feathers flew off and strips of fabric and all that. But I think the only like major items that I lost in full were, yes, my coat and my clock. Okay. Well. So I am not a magic user. Okay. Is the magic from the watch like uh, a rock or like an object or it's like the metaphysical idea of magic oh is no gone. it's just arcane energy like it's a specific type of arcane energy that allows celestials to control their guardian ships okay so where do we get more of that energy oh crap so i did not like that that means something she's about to say is bad everybody this is not going to be fun Listen, you know, maybe we can work together on this because you know a lot more about the material plane than I do, seeing as you live here and I haven't been here in a little over a millennia. Welcome back. Thank you. It's great to be here. So. I don't think it is. Yeah, they did not feel sincere. The. There is. We were told many, many eons ago when we were all being trained as guardians, when. Obviously, the material plane was first created about kind of like these way stations for the gods, like the way stations for the guardians to be able to commune with the gods, material bound guardians only. So each of these temples, there's only like a sprinkle of them all over the world. Houses, uh, very hard to get to kind of chamber to be able to communicate with the gods, re-up on your power, gain, like, leadership in times of struggle and things like that. But um, I'm not sure where the nearest one is or how to get to it, but I think, if I'm remembering correctly, there's, like, a big crystal in there that boosts your message right up to them. And... Uh, maybe we could use that to recharge the watch, if nothing else. Yeah, and like ask for a bunch of other stuff too. Like, yeah, you know, it could be a selfish mission, or we could save the world. I would. I will ask for one million gold pieces. I That's think. Okay, you know, watch is nice. Gold better. Oh, cheese. 
Never-ending cheese. That's a lot of cheese. It's a lot of cheese. You are gonna be lactose intolerant one of these days. No. It's okay. I'm <laughs> That's no, what he's doing. No. I will still have infinite cheese. I will sell it. Oh, yeah, no. Make a profit. Okay. All right. So, that all sounds well and good. I don't know where it is, but if we can find it, would you go with me? A quest! <laughs> Oh, mon dieu. Oh, my God. I accept. I'm always down for a trip. This is the first uh, task we have been given that sounds like there will be actual payoff in the end, monetarily. So, yes, I would go with you if you promised it would give me a financial boost. I... And he wants his horse. I mean, I don't... Can I make my horse live forever? So... I would take that, too. I never promised any of these things. No, not yet. I'm asking you to do it now. I can't do that. I'm not a god. Like I said, the temple itself is meant for guardians only. Yes. I don't know how kindly the gods will take, or even the guardians of the temple will take to mortal beings entering their domain. There's So there's like, listen, there's like the temple and it's like, you know, hard to get to for non-guardians. And then if for some reason a non-guardian manages to get to the temple, there's like a whole slew of things you have to go to if you're not a guardian to like even think about getting into the temple. That would assuredly, probably, kill anyone that accidentally made their way there. So let's hope that it's up and running. The keepers of the temple are up and running. And let us ride in because I'm a guardian. And then you folks can come in and make your many wishes because you helped me get to the temple because I cannot fly to it because of... She points to her wing. Oh, yeah. I'm on board. So I need a favor. The answer is maybe. What's your favor? I want to find my husband. Oh, oh, is he missing? Yeah, I can't find him. Oh, oh damn. Shit. We don't know that in game. That's news to us. No, they. You totally did. Yeah, yeah, she's. I don't think that. I she did. Search, she searches His every. His name is Alfie. Uh, yeah. Mido. Do you yeah, pay attention? She searches every oh. town. Oh, yeah, you guys totally. never listen to me. <laughs> yeah, Definitely. Yeah. I just don't think I realized Alfie was her husband. Like John. Oh, I don't like, think really? ever really. I don't think I ever knew that Alfie was like your spouse. Billy smacks I think I, I think in JP, my mind, she's like, you need to listen JP more. JP fully was like, why does she look for her dog in every? No, town I we say go I'm married all the time. It's also true. I think there was on your way to Golinson, you was there? talked about okay. trying to find Alfie. Fair. I, I, would, I would honestly believe JP wasn't listening. Uh, fully, yeah. JP yeah. probably zoned out. He knows she's married. She looks for a thing named Alfie. It's probably a dog. <laughs> well, also, <laughs> you were there. I'm traveling the world looking for my dog. <laughs> you were also there when she was like, I think this robot's my husband. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's yeah. true. I think, I think she's just crazy. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Jean-Pierre does not listen a lot. Jean-Pierre's so like, I think there's just a lot of like half synthesized information she where it's like apparently she fell in love with a robot. robot. I genuinely think you're in love That's with the robot. So you have named funny. him. You have named, named him. him. You've bonded with him. Of course, I think you he think he's your me? husband. He oh likes her the God. most. He does like her the most. What a time. What a time. So anyway. Um, okay. That's fucking wild. But Best yes, question. I'm on board. Okay. We can I am try. on board because there is at least a 50-50 chance I get something good out of this, which is honestly 
better than odds for most of the jobs I do. Uh, how do we find the temple? Um. Oh. Actually, before you answer that, think for a moment. Mido, I know you're in. You love question shit. Quest! Billy, are you in on this? I am in on this. <laughs> I don't appreciate the, act- the mocking. <laughs> I'm sorry, JP. I don't choose to talk like this. <laughs> How so dare you? Sorry. Yeah, literally. I it instantly. <laughs> you literally you don't should. Choose. And you know what? You should. Anyways, <laughs> yes, you have four helpers. How do, what next? Books. We go to libraries. Yeah, Morgan. 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 He's there. He's like, oh. he's <laughs> still like, no, he's still he's like napping in his face. He's Morgan. still like helping hey, her. From what do behind. we do? Oh, well, back to the library. Uh, he, like, he like finishes like tying up the bandages on her back and, and he oh, stands he was, up. I forgot he was yeah. treating her. And he stands up and like walks back to his desk. And um, I like, he picks back up that heavy religious tome that you guys looked at together. And he's like, Talos, we uh, we found some stuff in here. We were trying to figure out what the fuck you were while you were gone because we didn't have that long of a conversation before you left. Sorry. And she's like, oh, no worries. I didn't give you that much of a description. And uh, he hands her the tome and he's like, can you read this? And she's like, oh, yeah, this is, yeah, I can read this just fine. It's in like an old godly language. Um, I really thought you were going to say, I can't read. <laughs> I'm like, girl, you know I can't read. I dropped out of that school. She entertains herself in the loom for millennia. Um, and she's like, yeah, I can I can read. And she starts, like, flipping through the pages. Um, and she's, like, rapidly skipping until she finds this, like, kind of blurred, falling apart page with an illustration of, like, this enormous jagged crystal standing in the center of this, like, cavern-like room with, like, beautiful filigree and imagery and like stories carved into the walls that's like you're able to glean this detail in this like haphazard sketch it looks like and she says okay this is one of the temples this is what um we were told they look like and uh she starts like reading through and um she's like where did you did you get this book from like a church nearby and morgan's like i got no clue that one was given to me by one of my mentors long ago, who is from the Northwestern Mountains, and I still don't know much about her. She kind of, like, holds the book up and is, like, looking through this text that you can't even, like, discern as text or words. And she gets up and she, like, goes to um, this big map of uh, Oxier that... Uh, Morgan has kind of like sprawled out and she's looking over it and kind of like p- Xing off areas with her finger and like scrolling through and she finally is like it should be in this mountain range here I think I think it should be in this mountain range here um, and she's pointing to a mountain range like just north of the Listethriel border Ooh, so international intrigue <laughs> so she's like Pointing just north of the Listethriel border, and Morgan comes over, and you all look. Um, everybody can uh, make a history check. Oh, boy. 13. Oh, 14. 8. Uh, 10. So that one, uh, you don't 
uh, necessarily maybe know the name of that country, um, but you know that the area that she's pointing to is gnome land. It's heavily populated by thick wooded and, and mountainous gnomish villages, not so much interconnected, but kind of like weaving through these like dense forest lands and mountain ranges. Are they friendly? Do I know if they're friendly or not? You're not sure. You've never really heard tales of people like traveling there much. You only know that like Listethriol is very, very integrated with all cultures from all around. People move to Listethriol because it's so like up and coming and north of Listethriol is gnome land. That's what she But that's not the country. No, no, no. That's not the country. No. Okay. Um, I point at the map and I go, ah, gnomes. Mm -hmm. Okay. What does that mean? There are gnomes there. They are they, there. Are they nice? Sure. I don't know. I just know they're gnomes. Okay. So, um... You are a good demigod. You tell me. I don't know. I... All I know... All I know... She's... Horses... Thievery. Those are the three things that I know. Fine dining and breathing is all <laughs> I know. <laughs> Correct. Uh, we forgot his name. Um, <laughs> Morgan kind of, like, comes over and scratches his head, and he's like, Okay... Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I could teleport you internationally through the mammoth stations, but the, I think that we could. I could get you closest to a mammoth station south of the border, and you could walk over. South of the border. That's a good restaurant name. <laughs> How far is that from Marcon? Miles and miles oh, north. Thank goodness. Not even close. Oh, we're not gonna run uh, into can that I just bitch ass. Unfold my map really Jeez. quick. Do I have any X's up near there? What's his name? Theo. I Theo. I don't. I don't think I would have gone that far. No, because you came from the south. So yeah, I roll it back up. Okay, you're good. So yeah, I could. Uh, I got a teleport in me. I could teleport you to the closest mammoth station. Sure. Why not? Are we all ready? Do I mean, we all have our shit. Is there anything you need to do before you just go off into like the mountains? I got a poo. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have any? Can we have rations, snacks? Do we have any healing potions? <gasps> this is true. Invisibility potions. Give us, give us some good shit, Morgan. I gotta be honest with you. I haven't had time to make any invisibility potions since everything has gone down. This is fair. But um, we have some still. I bet don't you have we? a good stock of healing potions. I have like three healing potions left. We'll take them. Yes, please. Okay. Money, please. Good. Can we have them? I don't have money for you. You can have the potions. Thank you. Um, Who wants to hold on to those? Oh, potions? maybe I should hold on to them because I now have a 50 foot per turn movement speed. So if you guys... Holy ooh, shit. Oh, yep. you, You're almost as fast as Camille. Yep. <laughs> so if you guys get hurt you in battle, I can just with Camille. quick silver over to you. Heck yeah, dude. That's nuts. Yeah. Um, do you guys like want to run any errands or anything? Um, Talos doesn't seem like she's like in a huge rush, being that she's kind of on your time. I jump here. I don't think jump here has anything else to do. Okay. No, I yeah, just got my stuff. Talos packing away some of the religious scripts and and uh, like scrolls of information in like a satchel that uh, Morgan has given her and um, slinging her her. Uh, wing back so that it's not like mm. out and catching on things and, and uh the metal mannequin bringing you one last plate of hors d'oeuvres before you depart oh. is it pigs in a blanket Ooh. sure yes what did you say and uh and 
It's pigs in a blanket, and then for Melody, it's for um, Billy. For Billy, oh, again. And then for Billy, it's uh, it's uh, spinach dip. Oh yes. Ooh. Mm. Spinach dip and pita chips. Am I hungry? So you guys are packing up all of your things, getting ready to go, and Morgan is planning on transporting you to a small town that is the closest mammoth station um, just south of the border of Nonginbil, the Gnomish country. Can you say that again? Sorry. Nonginbil. Nonginbil. G-N-O-N-G-I-N-Bil. Yeah, okay. Nongin Bill. Nongin Bill. And that is. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that is the uh, primarily gnomish country just like north northwest of okay. Sethriel. So he's transporting you to a town uh, called Lock Mill. I'll miss you, Goon. Amanda sees me quickly hug Goon and then. <laughs> oh, oh! My heart! Um. Okay, uh, yeah, Morgan says, all right, if you think you're all ready, let's skedaddle. Uh, and he, like, brings you all out, squishes you into a little circle, and, um, like, puts his hand on the backs of the two people that he's next to, and um, he's like, are you guys all ready to go? As ready as we ever are. Yeah, I don't want Hi to go anyways, but here we go. All right. Uh, here we go, and he teleports you. Sorry, right before the teleportation, can you just refresh me? Where's Camille? She's there. She's grazing. She's not coming though. No, he can't teleport something that big. Um. So yeah, he 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 claps you on the back. He teleports you, and uh, you have this. I don't know how many of you have like used a mammoth station before. I'm guessing I, I would have. have. Yeah. I think we all did earlier in the campaign already no you haven't used one in this campaign but as a as a personal thing like you definitely I have definitely have. isla definitely has what is this so the mammoth station is the mass transit system for this oh world. like the train the thing. teleportation no nope, they're pads. teleportation pads that oh. are run by um federal like mages or just like people who work at these th they're basically like an mta of of the magical transport the magical, association well it's the magical mystical transportation hub run by the mta it's like the <laughs> fireplaces in harry potter Gotcha. Billy probably wouldn't have used that. Okay. Mido? I feel like Mido is dumb and he might just be like, I don't want to look stupid Mido. by not knowing how to use this, so yeah. I'm just not gonna, you know? Yeah. Oh, mood. That's, yeah. You know? Very, very mood. Isla and JP, it's very familiar to you when you appear with a kind of glow of purple beneath you as this purple rune on the stone slab beneath you appears and the town around you appears and uh, you kind of glitter into magical existence and Morgan is here with you by laws of the teleportation spell uh, and you all appear at kind of a huge teleportation pad like it's much bigger than the two of you have ever been on before uh, and you quickly come to realize it's because this is a cargo teleportation pad this is mm. for like multiple mages to band together and transport cargo from this town to the next um morgan as you all stand here on this teleportation pad kind of says okay this okay. is this is the town of lock mill uh and if you travel northwest out of it you should eventually come to nonginville 
<laughs> Every time someone says the town name, Mido tries to say it. Oh, that's Mido, not Mike. Um, <laughs> the bird is with us, yep. and she's like an eight-foot bird. Yeah. Do we look it's, really weird yeah, right she's now? She's like six-foot something. You can't like uh, not look like that. <laughs> not to my knowledge. Well, you could, you've never tried. Should I try? Do you have a problem with this, JP? I mean, it does draw a little bit, a little bit of attention to. No, you look like you live in this world. You look very normal. Well, yeah, normal. Uh, this one does not look like she comes from around here. I think maybe if she blends in a little easier. What if we put a hat on her? If Do you, you have a hat? I don't have a hat. Oh, okay, I was just asking. Quit, uh, I can do a perception check if you want, but like, do we look like we're not fitting in right now at all? I mean, you know, yeah, make a wisdom check, actually. Wisdom? Oh, it's a 10. I mean, you don't think that you are not fitting in, but I think on a 10, you're a little worried about the giant red bird you're walking around with. Okay. See, this is not an unfounded fear, guys. <laughs> no. If you were walking through the mall and you were like, hey... Did you just see that eight foot bird? You'd probably somebody would probably be like, "Yeah, I did." Not it was the extremely D &D hard mall. not to notice. The D&D mall. If anyone asks, you're an Aarakocra. Okay. Okay. I what? don't know what that is, but <laughs> thanks. All right. Lower a little kiss. Oh, weird. My cheeks feel hot. <laughs> Nothing I do is good enough. <laughs> You made the bird horny. Are you, you happy now? Ah, welcome to the world. Wait, hold on. Blushing does not mean one is horny. Let's just. Oh, I right. you well, then, So peeps. you want me to throw everything I learned from anime out the window? <laughs> this well, this has gone off the rails immediately. Weird. Immediately. Okay, so. Sorry, locksmith? No. Lock, lock mill. Lock mill. Uh, lock with lock an E. Locksmith. Lock with an E. Lock mill. So yeah, uh, Morgan says, all right. I'm gonna teleport myself back, make sure Goon isn't, you know, burning the house down. He would never. Mm. You don't know that. Wood. You weren't there, Isla. Knock on wood. Oh, okay. Say hi, hi for us. Oh, of course. Always. Um, be safe. <laughs> we'll uh, do as best as we can. I have no idea how you're gonna get in contact with me. Well, you got the key. All's well. Yeah, we'll be fine. Good luck. Boom. Uh, Bonjour. <laughs> I was going to say bonjour, but I meant au revoir. Bonjour. <laughs> bonjour. Hi. So yeah, you guys uh, watch, you step off the platform and watch as one of the attendants who's there uh, teleports Morgan away. And um, you, actually no, he teleports himself. They wouldn't know where to teleport him. He sends himself away. <laughs> uh, and you are standing just on the outskirts of a town question mark. You are at the foot of a long ridge of a mountain, uh, and inset in those mount in this mountain are like a spattering of big open mine shafts, mm. um, and around those are fewer houses than you would think for a town that takes this much space. So uh, you are in, definitely in a mining town. You see like large ore grinding mills. You see a big stable with horses and carriages in it. Um, people are loading those carriages with crates of things and um, miners are going to and from the mine shafts. People are just out and about doing their daily thing. 
uh, and there is one main street that crosses through the town because you can literally see through the whole town from where you stand. There's barely anything in it. Oh, this There's, is like a mine town. This is just cool. a mine town. Yep. Um. All right, bird lady, who is very pretty, and I did not mean anything by my question earlier about shapeshifting. Uh, where do we go? One, the one person we found who JP won't flirt with. The bird. The bird. The bird. I don't know. I Give feel like time, I'm trying, man. but as a gay man, I don't know how to interact with bird girls. <laughs> That's where it's... <laughs> That's where the line is drawn. Bird girls. I bird don't understand. Bird girls. Where do we go? North? I don't know. So Oh, mon dieu. I mean, well, listen, we all looked at the map together. We all agreed the most logical place that this mountain is probably in is that gnome country. We oui. mm -hmm. <laughs> So. <laughs> Sorry, hold on. Well. <laughs> okay, just wanted to make sure I heard that right. Yeah, so whichever direction that is. Okay. North we go through the mountains. Never. Uh, the mountains actually crest like eastern and like a crest around the town. Um, and there's one long path that goes through the town from to your right to your left. Is there anybody around? Yeah, it was just plenty of people. Say. Yep. Plenty I, of people just going about their lives. I approach just uh, anybody, the nearest person. Yep. The, uh, the nearest person that looks like they know something. Okay. Like a four, somebody who looks like maybe like a foreman or they work here or something. You see a, a dwarf running past with uh, like a, a worker's helmet on and a torch in his hand, like running, fumbling for some matches, just like hustling to get to work. What do you say? Uh, Excusez-moi, sir. Uh, yes. Uh, pardon. Uh, how do you get to Nongenbil? Uh, <laughs> I can't do it in the accent. Holy shit. <laughs> how do you get to um, uh, Nongenbil from here? Oh, Nongenbil? That's straight Northwest, this path that you're on, just follow it that way. And he points uh, to your left out of town. Ah, fantastic, merci. You're welcome. Enjoy your travels. Ah, uh, you too. Into the mines. Okay. Have fun. <laughs> Have fun at work. Okay, and, goodbye. And, and he, I turn around and walk away. He like scurries away. <laughs> this man is working. He's on the clock. I love it. So yeah. All right, we go that way. Yay. Can I just do like a perception check like on the town? Just sure. to see what's... See what's up. See if there's anything fun. Mm-hmm. I'm rolling for fun. Fuck. Never mind. Who's a seven? I'm having a great time. Rolling seven for fun. Yeah. <laughs> I think Isla looks at this town and really wants to find fun. It's not but there. It's like kind of town. hard yeah. to find fun in this town, yeah. Okay. What are they mining for? Do we know? Are they, like, covered in, like, coal dust? You weren't told. Um, You definitely clock the big like tall mills that like grind something on the ground mm. i don't know that jp necessarily would know what that is but if you want to make a investigation check yeah sure 18 they are mining silver ore neat or what no i'm kidding oh. <laughs> <laughs> got him <laughs> i'm only here to make jokes <laughs> And I'm so glad. Thank you. All right. Are there like bars I'm... of silver anywhere? <laughs> I just, yeah, do you want to do a heist I got those sticky, sticky fingers, you baby. you want to do a heist while you're here? <laughs> kind of. I actually, I just make a mental note of like, this place is pretty easy to break into. I would be back. 
I can see it on JP's face, and I'm like, let's get out of here. <laughs> you grab me by the wrist yeah. and like drag me let's away. Go. Yeah. Billy is like, they are polluting the environment. I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, we're, I'm just walking. Yeah. I look at the bird and like, all right, this is the way the the man said. Shall we? Yeah, let's go. Excellent. She like pulls out a map of Listethrail that like very obviously does not cover around the borders, and she's just like holding it, looking around, trying to make sense of what's on the paper and what's in front of her. But she's walking along with you guys, just like quietly trying to understand the material world. Okay. Um, can I like point while we're walking? Can I like point out where we are on the map so she's less confused? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. You you I point just, like, at like a small ridge of mountains towards the northwestern border. The, this is where we are. You see these mountains? Oh, the the spiky things are mountains. Yes, that's mountains. Okay. Good job. And uh, what's the difference between these spiky the things spiky. and those spiky things? Different prices. Okay. There are lots of mountains in the world. You know how, like, we're here and we're not there? <laughs> That's the difference. It's like, it's like the third dimension. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... Did you know that there are... Never mind. How yeah. many? No, no, no. Tell us. Do not tell us. <laughs> I have a feeling it's it's above my pay grade to reveal secrets like that. We so. once met a man who could make light come from little glass balls and we did, it scared us. I don't want to know how many freaking dimensions there are. <laughs> That's <laughs> probably... You're right. It's a bit. I, too, it's a bit too much. Indeed. Uh, you walk along, having conversations like this, kind of like teaching her little things, like what it means to be at a certain spot on a map, mm. and other things along those lines. Um, and as you walk out of the little town, it doesn't really change much scenery. It's hilly. The mountains kind of crest along your right as you walk this path. There's the occasional small home, the occasional small farm. Um, like it's not a deserted area, but it's by no means very populated. And, um, I would think that everybody would know that this is just what happens at the edges of town. Like people set up in the most, um, kind of fertile areas of the country and they spread out like little vines all around. And this is just not one of those very fertile areas. So as you walk, um, the path maintains and, um, it begins getting dark before you feel you've reached a border of any kind. Um, I think you would all know that Listethriel itself is so well defined that there will be a border to any neighboring country that is like notable. Um, so it starts to get dark. You've kind of wasted the day, not wasted the day, but you've spent the entire day walking, just walking, trying to get there. We slept right before we came here, right? Uh, we probably I mean, rested. Yeah, I, th- I think you did a long rest about a day ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, we're probably gonna want to make camp. camp. I... So, like, I know, like, there's still like people around, like, like a little, very, bit. very sparsely. Yes, but I guess I'll do I'll do a perception check, even though this does not seem to be going well. Mm-hmm. Like, if it looks like this is like a sketchy area of any sort, sure, go ahead. Yeah. It's a seven. Okay. Um, I was going to ask, are there, what kind of map? Is it like topographical or are there like, it's here, there is an inn here. There is no, no it's not nearly that. It's not nearly that detailed. It's basically just showing you like points on the map with names showing like the names of large cities. It doesn't even kind of have 
smaller towns on it you notice it definitely oh. seems to be a much older version of the map of listethriel um jp would also probably want to look around and be like this seems good or bad sure mike uh mine only needs four hours of sleep too right mm-hmm. Mike, 11 just like me in real life mm. <laughs> um you know it's been a couple hours since you passed the last home or settlement of any kind and you also know, like, there's no monsters around, but you have no idea what, like, lives in this terrain. Billy wants to roll. Okay. Survival. Yes. I would say you can use survival or nature. Ooh. You know I want to use nature. 22. Uh, this is the only wild animal that's out here are, like, Buffalo, like big meat rearing creatures. Can I ride a buffalo? Love that. Um, <laughs> and you haven't seen one thus far, but you know that this is like a terrain where there are large pastures and like oh. it's not very tree-y and it's like surrounded by mountain. So it's probably like you would expect to see buffalo or some sort of large bull or something out here. Something that's not necessarily going to immediately do you danger if they came upon you. Okay. So there's no like woods for like people to hide in no not okay, really it's cool. very it's like pastory it's spotted Great with foliage yeah, yeah. Okay. yep i feel long, okay long about this music. spot yeah i feel okay cool yeah red static could come in at any moment and <laughs> put us <laughs> no, in a different safe, dimension honestly. anyway i and i still don't know what causes it so yeah but i'll be with you okay do you sleep yes Interesting. me too and I fall asleep, right? All <laughs> <laughs> right, good night. Roll out the bedcloth. Didn't good establish night. who was going to take like first shift or anything. Just Should we like light a fire and eat? Yeah, we got crab rangoon. We oh, do? Oh, oh baby, she did pack up that crab rangoon, though. We should get crab rangoon right now while we're playing d and I okay. mean, it's not impossible. Okay. We That's, could grab we could crab rangoon. I want a goon now. All of a sudden, desperately, it's... <laughs> grab it some goons. became essential to me. I love that. Um, JP starts a fire, like a cooking cool. fire. Yeah, awesome. I assume you travel with like some sort of cooks yeah. utensils. Yes, you do. It's they're literally in your proficiencies. JP, what you got for me? Because I can't have goons. Oh no. Vegan goon. I was gonna say. Vegan I um. Goons. How about? Do you have cheese? You always have cheese. I, obviously, I have cheese on me. Um. Actually, is there anything like edible around? I have an O. JP has like an okay knowledge of what things look like to eat. No, wait, He's I can like forage though. Don't I have? I'd be foraging. Um, How I mean, I if that? someone wants to roll for it, I think that would be nature. I'll try. Twelve. Anything tasty around? I mean, you don't seem to see. You see some like natural thistle and like mm. wheats and things like that, but nothing that you can really like immediately use to eat at this moment um like no berries or anything like that all right okay. i want to roll <clears throat> 14 same thing there's kind of just nothing around unless you wanted to go like hunt down and kill whatever animals live in this plane i think i have some cashews in my bag <laughs> well that's i yeah i guess like how many things can I say I have on me to like cook a meal and just we go with have. it? I mean, you all travel with provisions. Oh, That's yours. true. You have diarrhea pie. I do have that good, good oh diarrhea pie. I was going to say I'm good on that. Because I was going to say like. Wait, you didn't know. leave the diarrhea pie with the man? No, we got that. 
Oh. We got you that know you got that later. diarrhea pie. You never know when we need diarrhea pie. I'm supposed to bring him to justice. Nah. Yeah. I f- yeah. It's um, fine. How about baked potatoes? I bet I have potatoes on me. Probably. Yes. Cool. I assume of all of you, JP probably has the best provisions. Just for a moment like It this. reads. Yeah. Uh, so you, you guys like, what do you do? What's the order of operations here? Eat, have a little campfire talk. Like... How's everybody um, feeling? Status report. <laughs> I liked it better when I cooked in a restaurant and slept in a bed, but I live on the ground now, I guess, so <laughs> it's not great for me, but eh, it is what it is. <laughs> I don't know anything about what's going on, and I'm just sort of really happy you all are here. Do you think the bird will die if I give her potato? I don't you think... potato? No, but I don't think I'll die if you don't die when you eat it. I don't know. What if you are allergic to strange things? Can celestials have allergies? This is a big question. I'm willing to give it a try. All right. And I put Billy, you have I... healing, right? I do. All right. Yeah, there's enough baked potato for her, too. Oh, yeah, she gives it a try, and she definitely puts it in her mouth before it's, like, cooled off enough to eat. Uh, in her beak. Beak, sorry. But hmm. despite that, she loves it. Nice. There's definitely cheese on it. Oh, 100% loves it. Cheese. I have vegan cheese. I'm so happy. This girl is living the okay, dream. No, I'm vegetarian. I'm not vegan. Oh, no? <laughs> now okay. you can try some ale. Here you go. I made it in my micro brew. If, okay, the potato did not kill you. If anything is going to kill you tonight, it's this ale. Try at your own risk. I give the I give the bird some ale. She like very cautiously takes a sip. But like, how do you with a beak like? Did Mido really make that ale? Yeah, I have a brewer's kit, and I de- I definitely said a couple episodes ago that I was uh, brewing up re upping my supply. Okay, it's like horrifically alcoholic for my drunken fist powers. Oh yeah, I think you definitely make it like very strong oh. for yourself, it's... and sometimes forget that other people don't have that palate. Uh, this is also uh, a being that has never had alcohol, uh, so she is a lightweight. She's, she's very polite. She's a lightweight, but she's very polite, and she says, "Wow, you made that! Uh huh. It's really good. Thank you." And she like gently like puts the whatever like cup or whatever you gave it to her back on the ground closer to you as you're all sitting around this fire. I'm like not mad a, because I need it. Does she have a liver? Is she gonna be drunk forever? I don't we know. just ruined our bird. I don't know. Do birds have livers? <laughs> I think so. Probably. Then. Probably. She's probably How, fine. Do yeah. celestial birds have livers? Bird <laughs> liver. Yeah, they do. Chickens have livers. You can eat chicken liver. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. Then she's good. Um, Billy Forge for bombs. Yeah, definitely. Forge yes. for bombs. <laughs> she uh, fought, she pulled them out of the ground like Billy, turnips. What's your preferred terrain? It's Zelda. Um, I think it is forest. I think I'm a forest druid. Uh, okay. Roll a d20 plus nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, plus nature. Get out of here. 20. That's 21. Okay. So you get to roll 1d8 and that's how many bombs you can make. Cool. That's a lot of bombs. Mm-hmm. Her pouch can hold 10. Four. And I already have four in my pouch, so. Eight so. bombs. Eight, Eight bombs, bombs, baby. God, All right. Cool. <laughs> Cherry bomb. Love it. 
So uh, night has fallen. You've had you've shared drinks and a meal around a fire. Uh, are you doing uh, Mido's four hours at the beginning or end of your long rest? Probably the beginning. Is someone else going to have to take watch? Are we doing watches or we feel safe? No, wait. Billy checked and we feel safe, so we're not going to do a watch. Yeah. Right? On Billy's check, you guys feel like you're pretty okay, safe. Okay. Well, then I wait for everyone else to fall asleep, and then I spend my four hours trying to sneak up on a buffalo and ride it. Oh, my God. Um you see everybody around you tucks into bed. They like start taking their long rest. The bird lies down on the ground, not having a bedroll. Um, just just kind of prone on her back. Like, yeah, am I doing it right? Just kind of like props her cloak up Aww. under her head and is laying there. And after like a few minutes of like you, you've waited for everyone to drift off to sleep and you, you stand and kind of dust yourself off and go like get ready to try to find a buffalo to sneak up on. She sits up and is just sitting there watching you. Oh. Hey. Hi. Do I have a, do I even have, I'm going to offer the bird some hospitality here. Okay. I take out my bedroll and blanket. Okay. And another, I've refilled a mug of ale and push it obliviously back towards her. And I'm like, ah, I don't really sleep. I just do a meditative state. It's like a cool elf thing. So oh, you can use this stuff. Thanks. I think I've realized um, if this is sleeping. And she like points to JP. Ah. Yeah, most people don't uh, snore that loud. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how necessary it is for me. Yeah, I feel that. It's not really that necessary for me. <laughs> Isla wakes up. I would tell a rocket, JP. He turns over and stops. A, a rock right. just lands in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> he dies. All 25. <laughs> he doesn't even wake up. He just chokes to death in his sleep. That's how I want to go. Amen. Honestly. I put a flower on JP and go back to bed. So yeah, she she's like... I'll try to get some rest. Don't get hurt. Oh, yeah, probably not. Okay. Uh, she lays back down and it kind of remains motionless for a little while before you sneak off again. Yeah. All right. Can I ride a buffalo? Like, Do you have dark vision? Yeah. You're a half elf, right? I'm a, I'm a full on elf. Full on elf, you should. <sighs> yeah, dark vision, 60 feet. Okay. Um, yeah, you you find like a nice kind of hilltop with a bit of a tree in it, and you perch there and watch for a couple hours. Holy shit! Okay, uh, I just I rolled a natural twenty, and it's the AA logo or the attempted yeah. adventure logo. So every time I see it, I get so excited. Um, after like an hour and a half or so, you hear like a thunderous slow moving churn through the prairie yeah. uh, and you see eventually coming into like just the brink of your dark vision um, like reflective eyes on these big hunched bodies uh, and you see a herd of buffalo slowly moving through the prairie at night a night stampede no nah, they're not stampeding they're just they, like moving as a group are they magical buffalo or are they just normal ass buffalo they seem like normal buffalo to you. But I don't know. Have you seen buffalo? Yeah. All right. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go try to hop on one. Okay. Uh, make a stealth check. 
It's way better than animal handling. 20. Psych, it's a nat 20. It doesn't matter. Okay. Now make an animal animal handling check. Damn it. Crit fail. Another oh my god! Roll. Did you just roll two nat 20s in a row? Hello. Yeah. Holy shit. Welcome oh god, my back. Right now he's standing on the buffalo's back. You he's like doing it. yeah, he's doing cartwheels as it oh runs. Oh my you silently From Buffalo to Buffalo. Silently <laughs> drop out of this tree and you swiftly and yet silently still creep over to the edge of this herd of buffalo to a very particularly like large one at the edge of the herd who's just put his head down to begin grazing and is kind of like lazily eating and standing there and you manage to get a foothold and a hand in his fur and swing yourself over and you are successfully on the back of this buffalo holding into its fur. Yeah. What are you doing? I don't, as far as he thought. I didn't think this far ahead. Is the buffalo like... One of us is going to die tonight and he rolled two nat 20s on this. <laughs> this is this is when he needs What a waste 20. of your luck. I can't believe it. I cannot. I Stunning. I don't know. I'm just gonna ride it around and yeah, commune like, with Liberty. it. Have you ever seen like horses, like where like the horses are like just listening to his movement and doing like circles and stuff around oh each other? God, <laughs> like yeah. all, all the buffalo are just like following. Yeah, you. I think this definitely draws the attention of the other buffalo now that you're on this one because the moment you're on and your hands are like firmly planted in the fur, it kind of like jerks his head up and uh, like is trying to turn to like get you off of him and quickly picks up speed into a full sprint around the herd. Yeah. Um, and as he's like is sprinting through this field, the rest of the herd is following after him. So you are literally leading a stampede through a prairie so, in the middle of the night. Sorry, how far away is he from us? I think he probably had to creep like... 100, 150 feet like away. Over a hilltop. So, so, like on the other side of the road, over a hilltop. Absolutely. Down into we a prairie. Hear this, though. Oh, yeah. You all hear, like, you, well, can't, you well, can even you probably, don't... like, feel the thunder of this absolute stampede that is happening. I also feel like once I get hype and realize that I've accomplished what I didn't think I would, I'm going, Isla, look! <laughs> I wake up and so I move like my sleeping mask. He kind of like went over the crest of a hill. Oh. So you can hear down like across the road and over the crest of this hill. Like you can hear <laughs> under like a <laughs> vroom, 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 <laughs> like all throughout this field. I wake up or Isla wakes up and goes like to like where I can see it, like walks towards the noise. I'm like, mm -hmm. that son of a bitch did it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have dark vision? Um... How dark is it out? There's no moon. It's pitch black, yeah. Oh, boo. All I wanted was to wake up and look over and see this silhouetted by the moonlight and just like, nah, hey, I'm going yeah. back to bed. Mm -hmm. Must be dreaming. Damn, that ale was strong. Oh, you do <laughs> not have dark vision. Hmm? Billy, that's surprising. I thought that I did. Surprising. I want to check. Oh, Mido's the only one with dark vision. Hell I yeah. certainly can. I know what you're doing. I know. I can you feel can it. You can sense it. Yeah. Well, I, I can just... hear it. I'm riding a buffalo. I don't know if you guys can see, but I'm doing a handstand on a buffalo. None of you guys have dark vision. His name is Mido. Douglas, and we're friends now. He's coming with us. Good job, Mido. <laughs> yeah, that's happening. And you guys, like, can't see. Okay. Isla, Isla watches for, like, ten minutes, and then I'm like, he'll figure it out and go back. <laughs> yeah, Taylor sits up, and she's like, what happened? Is he okay? He's living out his dreams. Let's go back to bed. Should we be worried? I don't know. Good night. <laughs> okay. And she like, I love tucks how back non in and turns we over. are about everything. 
Yeah. This is a group of people who cannot be bothered. Can I try to feed Douglas the buffalo a small portion of my provisions out of my hand, like some seeds or something? While you're riding him? On his back? No, like I'm assuming that he kind of like freaks out and then is like, okay, well, I'm not going to do this all night. And then, because they stop there to graze, yeah? The sound of it, you're leading a stampede. You're leading a stampede and he is actively bucking you. (sighs) Okay. Well, I just do my best to commune with Douglas the Buffalo until, you know, it's time for me to take my long rest. And then I'm like, farewell. I love you. You just jump off and try to get away? Yeah, but like I do all of my like elfie tricks to like make him understand that we're homies. And I, it was, I wasn't making fun of him by riding on his back. I was, you know, making a friend. With he him. rolled two nets. I don't 20s. think he feels mocked. I feel. I think he feels like maybe he's being attacked by a predator. I think roll one. He's being invited into a symbiotic relationship. Roll, how is it helpful to him? That's not what comes to mind when someone jumps on my back. No, not at all. <laughs> you guys don't know what's in the mind of a buffalo. Roll one more animal handling check. God damn it. This one's going to be it's a gonna, one. It's a I one. know it's going to be a one. He, he eats you. No. Honestly, it's a 16. No. It's okay. not that bad. I think... I think to have calmed him, it would have had to be a 25. Yeah. But I think on a 16, you are able to lead him to a point where if you jump off, you won't be immediately trampled. Like you're able to kind of like grab him by the horns and steer him. Right? So you're able to grab him by the horns and steer him. And then you're able to like steer him back the other way as you jump off and roll over a hill. Right? So you're yeah. you're able to like handle him well enough to not get yourself hurt before you walk off to take your long rest. I guess that yeah, what you know, yeah. This is the anime filler episode where sure. Mido goes and rides a buffalo for no reason. All right, reason. love when Mido goes and rides a buffalo for no reason. When Mido comes back to like take his long rest, I just give him a fist bump. <laughs> not <laughs> eyes closed, and I'm just like, good job, buddy. <laughs> Things your your party mates will never see. All right, so uh, you guys all get your long rests in. Neat. Jamie, did you think this is what we were going to do tonight? Not at all. All right. Cool. You gave us bison, and you didn't think Mido was going to be like, I got to touch that bison. I should have known better. I yeah. I wouldn't. I was like, you know, I can't resist, but Jamie's probably going to impale me on a bison horn right now. I can't believe I rolled two you fucking rolled two 20s. two nat 20s and then a 16. On, a, on nothing. That's very, it's an impressive. That's a very yeah, impressive three It's ones for the rolls. rest of the night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the first saving, th- or first death save, you rolled the nat one. I'm going to, I'm calling it now. Yeah, I mean. I like that that means we're going to. Yeah, I know. That's what I was like, episode. oh, so we're. Oh, boy. I don't know. You never know when it's going to happen. It's your DM, Jamie. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Attempted Adventure. I hope you liked it. As always, if you are liking what you're hearing, please go ahead and subscribe to us wherever it is you get your favorite podcasts, and make sure to leave us a rating and review. It would be an enormous help, and we would super appreciate it. If you are not already following us on Twitter and Instagram, we are at AAdventureCast, and we always make sure to give you a trailer for the new episode and keep you updated on things to come. So go ahead and give us a follow there, and if you're going to post anything about the show, make sure to use the hashtag AttemptedAdventureCast, as well as tagging us so we can see it. 
I am so excited for you to continue hearing more episodes of Attempted Adventure Woven, and as always, friends, I will catch you in the next one. Bye!